Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Episode 109, Leviticus chapter 22. Welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. And my goal is to read the Bible one chapter at a, at a time or per day, comment and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us this morning. Father, we ask that you'd open our eyes, open our ears, so that we would hear what you have to say to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning, good morning. We are again in Leviticus chapter 22. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and and grab those. I'm reading out of the NIV. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to treat with respect the sacred offerings the Israelites consecrate to me so they will not profane my holy name. I am the Lord. Say to them for generations to come, if any of your descendants is ceremonially unclean and yet comes near the sacred offerings that the Israelites consecrate to the Lord, that person must be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord. If a descendant of Aaron has a defiling skin disease or a bodily discharge, he may not eat the sacred offerings until he is cleansed. He will also be unclean if he touches something defiled by a corpse or by anyone who has an emission of semen. For if he touches any crawling things that makes him unclean or a person who makes him unclean, whatever the uncleanness may be, the one who touches any such thing will be unclean until evening. He must not eat of the sacred offerings unless he has bathed himself with water. When the sun goes down, he will be clean. And after that, he may eat the sacred offerings for they are his food. He must not eat anything found dead or torn by wild animals and so become unclean through it. I am the Lord. The priests are to perform my service in such a way that they do not become guilty and die for treating it with contempt. I am the Lord who makes them holy. No one outside a priest's family may eat the sacred offering, nor the guest of a priest or his hired worker eat it. But if the priest buys a slave with money, or if the slaves are born in his household, they may eat his food. If a priest's daughter marries anyone other than a priest, she may not eat any of the sacred contributions. But if a priest's daughter becomes a widow or is divorced, yet has no children, and she returns to live in her father's household, as in her youth, she may eat her father's food. No unauthorized person may eat it. Anyone who eats a sacred offering by mistake must make restitution to the priest for the offering and add a fifth of the value to it. The priest must not desecrate the sacred offerings to the Israelites to present the Lord by allowing them to eat the sacred offerings and so bring upon them the guilt requiring payment. I am the Lord who makes them holy. The Lord said to Moses, speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites and say to them, if any of you, whether an Israelite or a foreigner residing in Israel, presents a gift for a burnt offering to the Lord, either to fulfill a vow or as a freewill offering, you must present a male without defect from the cattle, sheep, or goats in order that they may be accepted on your behalf. 
Do not bring anything with a defect because it will not be accepted on your behalf. When anyone brings a herd from from the herd or a flock, a fellowship offering to the Lord to fulfill a special vow or as a free will offering, it must be without defect or blemish to be acceptable. Do not offer to the Lord the blind and the injured or the maimed or anything with warts or festering or running sores. Do not place any of these on the altar as food offering presented to the Lord. You may, however, present as a free will offering an ox or a sheep that is deformed or stunted, but it will not be accepted in a fulfillment of a vow. You must not offer the Lord an animal whose testicles are bruised or crushed or torn or cut. You must not do this in your own land, and you must not accept such animals from the land of a foreigner and offer them as the food of your God. They will not be accepted on your behalf because they are deformed and have defects. The Lord said to Moses, when a calf or a lamb or a goat is born, it is to remain with its mother for seven days. From the eighth day on, it will be acceptable as food offering presented to the Lord. Do not slaughter a cow or a sheep and its young on the same day. When you sacrifice a thank offering to the Lord, sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf. And it must be eaten on that same day and leave none of it till morning. I am the Lord. Keep my commands and follow them. I am the Lord. Do not profane my holy name, for I must be acknowledged as holy by the, by the Israelites. I am the Lord who made you holy and who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. Well, that's an interesting chapter today. It talks about uh, specifics, and we think, well, good Lord, how would that relate to me today? Well, I'd like to bring out a couple of things. Um, verse three, it talks about um, being unclean and coming near to God anyway. You know, that's made a conscious choice to just go before him or attempt to come before him in an unclean st state. And we know that he's holy. And this chapter is about um, separating ourselves and acknowledging him to be different. A lot of these rules were because of the uh, peoples that they were around did these types of things. And so he wanted to make a distinction that they were different. In verse nine, um, the scripture says that the uh, priests were not to do it in a way that would cause them to be treat the service as in contempt. You know, it's very important that we keep the right attitude and we keep the right um, perspective about the things that we do um, for the Lord. Um, I love that he said also, I want to back up a little bit, in four, verse 5 to 6 or 7, it talks about how when we do become unclean, he makes a way for us. There's always a way for us to um, be able to to enter in and to, become, to, to come close to him. Boy, I apologize today. I'm tripping over my, my tongue. And then I wanted to mention, it looks like it's around uh, verse 18 or so. I just uh, marked down the numbers here while I was reading through. Verse 18 says, speak to Aaron, his sons, and to all the Israelites and say to them, if any of you, whether an Israelite or a foreigner residing in Israel, presents a gift for a birth offering to the Lord or, or to either fulfill a, a vow. And so what I was thinking about in this particular in this particular um, verse is that just that, is that, you know, so many times we make a vow before God and we totally forget it and we don't go back and we don't um, we don't first of all we don't fulfill our vow we make promises to God God if you do this I'll do that and you know that's a vow and, and God takes them very seriously and even here he says that the way in which they're 
to present a vow before the Lord. And so we want to be very careful about making vows and making um, particular offerings or, or, or um, attempting to to make up you know, for something and make sure that we do that in the proper way. Also, uh, verse 14, backing up just a little bit more, I wanted to mention that, you know, if you do something, um, if they missed something or they did something incorrectly, he even made a way for that. He said to add a one-fifth of the value to it. I wonder how many of you um, consider that when you miss paying your tithes. Do you go back and add a fifth to it? Now, I know you might think I'm being I'm being legalistic, but an offering um, to, to God or the things that belong to him um, it gives us instruction right here to add a fifth of the value to it. So that's always been a, I've always attempted. I shouldn't say I always have. I've always attempted to use that standard. And I want to make sure we go all the way down to verse 31 and then also 33. Um, he tells us to keep his commandments and to follow him because he's the Lord. We have to decide if he is the one that we're going to follow. Is he the one? And if we're going to follow him, we can't just follow him when it's convenient. We can't just follow him when we it, it works out for us and, you know, pick and choose the commandments that we want to choose to follow. And then I, he always, always, always mentions and who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. He will bring you out of whatever situation you're in. He will bring you out. And he brought, just as he brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, they were slaves. They were, they had no power in themselves. And I know many times we all get into situations in which we believe that we have no power in ourselves. And so I want you to remember that he will bring you out. If you'll only go after him, you'll Present yourself before him that's acceptable and that you'll make a distinction about who you are and who you follow. So, um, Lord, let's just let's just pray about that with the Lord. Father, we just ask you to help us to see in our lives places that maybe we've been treating your things, your commands, your our, our daily lives. We've been treating them and it looks like it's almost in contempt of your law, of your commandments and in, a, of, in relationship to you. Father, I ask that you would open our eyes to see where we could be more thorough and make a better distinction about being holy and separate before you and choosing to follow the commandments that you've set before us. Father, I thank you that you always make a way. Lord, even when we mess up, according to this chapter, you've given a way for us to make it right. And so, Father, I thank you that you are a God that we can make it right before you and that you don't hide that from us. You show it to us right up front. And Father, I ask that today we would keep your commands and that we would follow them completely to the extent that we understand them. And that, Lord, by doing that, we would be able to proclaim that you are our our God and that you are the Lord, because what if our actions don't match our words it's not really true so god may our actions also follow what we what we profess with our mouth and father i thank you that you brought us out and that you are my god and so father i bless you today in jesus name amen well thank you for listening today i'm cynthia and you can find out more about me at realliferevised.com I invite you to go over to the website and make sure you get on my email list. Also, if you are on Facebook, uh, my dear friend Patsy Shreve and I just opened a page called Real Life Revised and in which we're hosting a lunch and learn a couple of times a week. So we'd love to have you join us over there as well. So next time we're going to be discussing Leviticus chapter 23. And until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his presence 
his peace, his protection, and his purposes as you commit yourself to know him through daily devotion. Have a blessed day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 